Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Totally Buzz UK podcast. A podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined by the squiggery do himself. It's Jordy Squires, or John Squires, because I always call him John on this podcast. Good day, mates. Good day. Good day, Laura. How are you? Right. You made it sound like my name was Lara. Yeah, I uh, realised when I said that there. Minus points for the Aussie accent. If you can't g'day. say the g'day, words. Good day, Laura. Laura. Lara. No. Hello, Laura. How are you? I've never felt so pied by a guy. This <laughs> is the way, like, I've forgotten your name. Lara. Laura. Lara. I, Laura. I haven't forgotten your name. Like, it, it would have been like weird if I went, like, good eye, Rachel. How are you? <laughs> and I would have been like, who the fuck is Rachel? And I would have been as well, because I don't know anyone called Rachel. Oh, no. Well, maybe that's a sign. Maybe she's out there waiting. Maybe. Rachel, if you're listening, call him. Rachel, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> just blow on your, just blow on your screechy, screechy you. And here come, come. What? Here come, come in. I'm wow. sorry. Wow. wow. That is possibly the worst reference of the first quote i've ever heard you say and you've said some pretty bad things recently i really have it's obviously you know what guys new year new me just gonna say utter shit from now on <laughs> like the, the the bar was low but now i'm just gonna lower the bar of taste to a wow new... maybe we need to like do a totally buzzed after dark podcast then i think yeah. this is what this is becoming guys don't listen to this before six o'clock yeah I know we, it comes out we 7 don't, we, on we're not releasing at 7 a.m anymore we are yeah. releasing at nine o'clock at night we are rated explicit and we're just gonna go f- we're just gonna embrace it wow you release explicit podcasts at 7 a.m in the morning <laughs> i do it's could be listening to that on the way to school laura i don't think they are i don't think they're like wake up with their explicit podcast i mean you never know i the explicit is for their safety to make them aware but anyway squiggy how are you good vibes ready to get weird and wonderful and learn about how the world is a scary weird place I mean, I I knew the world was a weird, scary, and weird place, but I'm I'm ready to to talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, I'm I'm doing good. I feel like it's been a while since I've been on here. Probably has been a while, but yeah, I'm good. How how are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm I am ready to embrace the weird, and I want we like to get straight to it. So I'm just going to get straight to it and explain how this podcast works. If you're new, I have three weird, wonderfully true stories that Squiggy knows nothing about. We're going to discuss them. They deserve more attention. They probably will in. Let's, let's say improve your small talk if you're listening because you have a weird story just to drop into a conversation as an icebreaker bing bam boom we hope you entertain and then squiggy has a mind-blowing fact in what the buzz because he's going to provide a fact that you can then drop once again in small talk to impress everyone around you and make them say what the buzz and that's the episode so squiggy you ready for story one i was born ready Lara. Squiggy, <laughs> Lara. oh thank you rachel uh squiggy are you a big barbecuer big barbecue fan do you know what i normally have one barbecue a year and it's normally to celebrate my birthday so that sounds like you're pretty into it if that's your go-to birthday food mine's it's just convenient because it gets up because my birthday is in in a summer month i also yes please don't let them track you down by I picking one of the look, 12 I don't, I don't want random rachel to come tracking me down I think you do. She's, we implied that she might be the love of your life and that she was going to blow on your squiggery do. Why I mean, are you, yeah, good why, point, why, actually. Why, why are you yeah, playing so, that hard uh, to get? My address is such <laughs> no, and such. Calm down. But you have a barbecue <laughs> in the summer months because your birthday is then there. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, a bank, it's like a bank holiday, so it always seems to be nice weather. And obviously everyone's off, so it works out quite well. All right, I'm going to ask you one question. What's the worst thing about barbecue for you? Cleaning it. Why is cleaning it such a pain? Is it just because it takes ages? That's all you're going to go with. 
it's an absolute nightmare because you get like so my barbecue is a charcoal one so you've got the tray at the bottom with all the charcoal stuff on it so that needs cleaning but you can't just like clean it because then all the fat have dropped some of the fats drop down from the food that you've been cooking so you've got that part mixed in as well and it's just a nightmare then you've got the tray at the top then you've got all the utensils you've used we use paper plates so we can at least bin them so let's clean it's just a nightmare to clean well i'm going to point out one woman has a problem with a local barbecue house a local barbecue restaurant if you will in america it's not the cleaning because she's not coming in to clean if to be fair if that was her complaint and she was being dragged in to clean it then you know fair dues yeah i could get on board with that yeah <laughs> but risky riff basically re- reported and put the story up that a local woman is suing roy's meat service allegedly a local meat market and barbecue restaurant in nashville because she's claiming the smell of grilling and smoked meat is a, quote, nuisance. Have you ever found the smell of barbecue and smoke a nuisance? Or meat? Do you know what? I absolutely love... So this is this is one of the things I love about summer, when people have barbecues, and, you know, you're like... Say you've been out in your car, and you get out your car, and you just smell that barbecue. Oh, honestly, it's amazing. So, wait, hang on a minute. So she finds it a nuisance... Apparently, you find it like something you want to make into a scent of a candle, is what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. Opposite get on vibes. Yeah. Opposite vibes. This is the way I go to petrol stations, and I love the smell of petrol. I like the smell of petrol as well, to be yeah. fair. Not on my hands, you. but I like it when I'm there. Well, how we, I don't want to know what you're doing with the petrol at the garage. No, the, um, hands, just dipping I, your hands find, in. Like, I always mm. find that when I get diesel, that I don't know how, but every time I touch the pump that i just seem to get a little bit of the smell on my hands and i can't get it off i think this is saying a lot about newcastle but i'm going to move on with this story so in the article they say apparently news channel 5 points out this woman moved is moved into the home next to the restaurant two years ago didn't really research uh probably the place she was moving next to because apparently this meat service has been gridded up meat in the neighborhood for nine years and she just the smell it was too much so the, the article's really sarcastic here, saying, you know, you move next to a, a restaurant that serves smoke, uh, smoked meats, what do you expect? You know, you're going to oh, smell yeah. smoked meats. Yeah. But I apparently agree. the neighbour isn't happy. She filed a lawsuit alleging many other things, you know, says it encroaches on our property, the smoke from the consequent is a nuisance, just general, like, awful. Apparently, this is apparently a quote, she basically says the constant smoking of ribs chicken and pork affects her ability to enjoy her properly as well as it negatively affects her health see that sounds amazing if i was on so oh if anything this amazing. seems like it enhances your ability to enjoy yeah. it properly and you so, are, I, <laughs> so like, where my gym out. is there's like a um a cafe sort of where i park my car before i walk to the gym and sometimes we've got to run like if we run a, a big loop of the of the place we'll run past it and sometimes it smells absolutely incredible and it's kind of like the last sort of part of the run. So it's like if we're doing a 650 meter run, it's like the last 200 meters is towards that and past it. Honestly, it smells incredible. I love going past it. I think there's worse restaurants I'd not want to be next to. Yeah. I, I feel, I love McDonald's and other fast food restaurants such as Burger King and that are available. But you know, like the, like the smell of grease when it's sort of cooled. It sounds like a weird, that's, yeah, that's very I don't, yeah, I don't like that. But it's yeah. cold McDonald's for some reason. I always think has the cold McDonald had a farm. Sorry, <laughs> no, cold McDonald's sounds like he's passed. But the thing is, I find that sort of smell. I'm like, and also just rubbish at that. But this feels like I've never really thought. I, I mean, I don't like the smell of people when they have uh, bonfires, and I'm trying to do the dry the clothes on the washing line. 
That's inconvenient. Yeah. I get that. But then also, if I live next to a place that smokes meat, I feel like I've brought that upon myself and I wouldn't be using a, you know, washing iron. I'd have to invest in like a tumble dryer and really foot the bill or dry yeah. my clothes at someone else's house. But I'm not, I'm not volunteering. To dry my clothes? Yeah. Ah, rude. This is why Rachel will never love you. Anyway. <laughs> the there's more reasons than that, to be fair, but carry on. <laughs> in the article, the restaurant owner said that they tried to address the neighbour's complaint and said nothing satisfied, you know, satisfied her, so, you know, she's got to do what she's got to do. But I, you know what I'm really intrigued by? What did they try to stop the smell? Just outside, smelling, squatting Febreze over the fence, trying to you usher the I smoke could, the other I way. I see that, unfortunately. I, on a, I just, how would you, how would you even try to um, cater to us? Any ideas? You're like, Febreze, it's the only way. Febreze is the only way. This is the way. I like the idea if this turns into an ad for Febreze. We are available for sponsorship Febreze and we're happy to squirt your smell all over this podcast. Yeah, I mean, what do you, how would you appease? Do you get a big giant fan? <laughs> Start blowing the smoke the other way? I feel like people have probably, it feels like something like from a comic, like a cartoon, that though. What, if you had a giant, a, you're pictured a literal giant fan, aren't you? Yeah, like, I, I am pictured a massive giant yeah. fan, yeah. Yeah, I see why you've got comic from that, but... Yeah, what would you do, Squiggy? Also, how how would you feel this lawsuit's going to allegedly go if it is actually been filed? Because a part of me wants to think it's a joke, right? Oh, it's just going to get thrown out. Surely it's just going to get thrown out. Do you ever watch the show in the UK called Four of the Bed? Is this PG? Yes, it's PG. It's about a and b and they compete for the best bed. I I know know what it is. Thank God, because I was like, my God, how do you not know this? It's like a staple of British TV. I don't even know if it's in other countries. It might be. If you're, if you're a global listener and you have it there. It's basically B&Bs compete. Every B&B owner visits the other B&Bs they're up against and they grade them and that. I always find it's this, this is the same energy as when they go there. Don't get a good night's sleep and they complain about the B&B being next to a road and it's too noisy. Like Once again, yeah. what are you meant to do? I can't move yeah. the B&B. I know. So this is like, so I live, I live near the airport and... Some people obviously complain about the noise from the planes who live here. And it's like, well, hang on, the airport wasn't built after you bought your house here. You knew about the airport being here. So it's like, what do you want them to do? Like, change the flight path because you? Some of them probably say yes, to be fair. I like the idea they have people outside with those, you know, the panels that signal where planes land and the jacket's like, nope, this house doesn't like you. To the right, to the right. I wouldn't be surprised. Don't don't give them ideas. Part of me me feels like that would be an epic job that would turn into a dance break. I can't do the gestures to the airplane that land in a plane without thinking it's sort of dance (laughs) rave. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, what's that guy doing? Dancing or singing in a plane? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, just let him carry on. Right. Before we move on to story two, I'm going to ask you a question, but I feel you actually might pick the answer. If you, we said about bad restaurant smells. Ideally, if you had to live next to a restaurant or something like that, what, what food do you want them to serve? What smell do you want ushering in? Don't, don't say petrol. Don't fucking go this way. <laughs> I don't No, I don't want a restaurant selling petrol. It's a bit worrying if there's a restaurant selling petrol. <laughs> selling um, the tank. Oh, I don't know. I like. <sighs> is it is it a case of every food is going to end up smelling bad at some point, or the cooking, or the cool down? Yeah, because I, 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 I do think no matter what, like food smells can get bad. Because like I love, like I love the smell of chicken nuggets, and if I cook chicken nuggets, I love the smell of chicken nuggets. But if I cook them in the air fryer and I forget, like say I've I've had chicken nuggets tonight, and I'm gonna have to go and clean out the air fryer 
tonight because it'll start smelling like worse over the next like overnight if you know what i mean yeah it's basically the whole cool down vibe again yeah but like if it was just going to be the smell where you were just going to smell it cooking then absolutely like anything do you know what any fried food genuinely like i love the smell of a chippy but i wouldn't like the smell of like two-day-old grease from the chippy is there a certain point though that you'll also get so used to the smell that you don't smell it anymore isn't that a theory yeah probably yeah yeah because yeah. I, I do think that i think i've heard that people's houses smell certain ways and they're used to that smell so if you go to it you might smell different i hear that with pets i have a pet so like you know like if a I say cats because they normally have their litter trays indoors. People get so used to the smell of the litter tray. Yeah. And then someone rocks over and is like, this is fucking honking. It smells like cat piss, man. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of energy. If you have cats, I know Kaylee's the co-host that has several cats. Your house doesn't smell of cat Kaylee's piss. Kaylee's got a cat. I didn't know Kaylee had a cat. Kaylee had, has several cats. She's actually lost a few, sadly. RIP to the cats. Crazy cat lady. She she has a crazy cat lady energy, and I'll openly say it on the podcast. I don't care if she Okay, well, out. I've said it now as well. Come at me, Kaylee. Yeah, come at yeah. us both. <laughs> she doesn't come at us with cat piss. God damn it. Oh, God. Anyway, story. Should we move on to story two? Let's do it. So this is on Sky News. So big deal. Because I saw the headline and I was like, oh, this is going to be intriguing. So they basically wrote that the, the, a 637k ring at the Ritz went missing. But the mystery's been solved, right? And they said you, it's the ring was eventually found in a very unusual place. Can you get guess where this 637k ring was found? Because that's a lot of fucking money. Can you in guess the where they found it? Bottom of a pond. In a bottom of. Don't know. Did you think it was a proposal gone wrong? I'm, I'm, I need. I, where's your train of thought here? Pond. Well, it could have been like. Where did you say it was a hotel? Yeah, the Ritz. So yeah, Quite. so from, it could be like a posh hotel where you've got like a nice little water feature. Okay. I, I, that's what I, I was going for that's way more unusual than where the truth is so that's going to be disappointing oh, wow. to you oh so well I don't care Move on. story 3 please story 3 <laughs> no. so basically a guest at the Ritz in Paris suspected hotel staff of stealing the ring because obviously something like this missing diary ring you're going to think maybe someone's taken it but yeah. they were going to be reunited because it was found in a drum roll vacuum cleaner oh well i'm disappointed but i was like oh that's not that unusual but also imagine me being the person who freaking hoovered up that sort of yeah. pricey ring yeah that could be a... massive right it's a diamond like if i'm paying 637 get 1000k or whatever on a diamond ring i'm imagining that rock's gonna be the size of, size of jupiter not literally the size of yeah jupiter, that must be a correctly. big vacuum cleaner then yeah or like a powerful you... one and you also, I, one of them. I imagine the diamond is top quality, so it's going to glisten in every light, potentially blind you. So unless they hoover in the dark, you might yeah. just like... Mm. My hoover's <laughs> got a little light on the end of it, so you can see where you're going. Oh, God, it's even fancier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Does the Ritz have hoovers with lights on is now my next Google search. Well, this is, this is what when you were saying it's going to glisten, I was like, well, my hoover's got a light on the end, so surely the Ritz has got to have one with a light. I don't pay you for this podcast, but it's stuff like that where I'm thinking, maybe I do secretly and I just don't know. Maybe you're the secret money going out of my bank. Freaking it's, it's, all, it's all the sponsorship light. deals I get from... Freeze and other, other cleaning products. Yeah, for being I the can... number one co-host, it's all the extra sponsorship deals I get. Okay, I mean, that's fair, but <laughs> on the side of this if you lost the ring like that i don't know why you would have so i mean a signet ring you could have that pricey i don't know how you're living now these days squiggy based on this i don't have movies. any rings don't worry but no but if you lost a piece of jewelry like that how would you feel to realize you put it in a vacuum got vacuum cleaned because i honestly feel would feel like such a fucking idiot yeah i mean it I suppose it's one of them though you could drop it like it could happen. It happens. My bad. It could happen. But, but I am checking that every like fight. I actually think I'd be too scared to wear it. 
It'd be yeah, I'd, yeah. If it was if it was that price, I wouldn't probably like. I, I sometimes worry about taking my phone out to places, and it's like I need this phone. I can't be without this phone and things like that. Or like if I go to the gym, I'll not wear my watch for certain things, so I don't like accidentally scratch it or stuff like that. So like See, a massive expensive ring. Yeah, you'd be absolutely. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd either wouldn't leave the house. I just wear it and not leave the house, or I just wouldn't wear it at all. And it's then to be honest, I'd probably lose it. It's the idea of sentimental things as well, isn't it? Because I have something that's not worth any money that I wear on me. And when it, I feel like it's falling, I'm constantly checking it. It's a falling shirt, isn't it? Yeah, so I, yeah, my shirts just fall off. <laughs> what the what the what I don't understand. What kind of weird fucking comment is that? I just don't understand. Also, the embar- I've got the embarrassment that you've accused it of being stolen. It's coming a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, they're going back to collect it. Like I am, I would be so mortified to think I was like robbery, robbery, and it's like. It got, it got hoovered. It's not exactly the great heist mystery of the century, is it? No, I know. Like, oh, can you uh, search every single staff member? Well, actually, the, the cleaner hoovered it up. <laughs> it was part of their heist. This is how they get you. <laughs> Have you ever lost anything that expensive? Because the only thing I can remember lo- losing vividly is my Polly Pockets. But I don't uh, think they were 637k. Or in the ballpark, but... That's the most know. expensive. No, I don't think I've lost anything that expensive, to be fair. Have you lost anything sentimental? Because I feel that would hurt more. It was priceless. No, I don't think so because I don't wear anything sentimental or like take anything out that's sentimental it's all in the house if you know what I mean you've moved house though so do you, are you sure it's in the house to be honest it's probably still at my parents house there you go you don't even know what your sentimental stuff is this is how detached <laughs> you are from your things you're like I don't even know where it is I assume it's here it's somewhere I feel like there's a few items that if it went missing I'd be devastated I know where they are so but, but at the same time that you know where they are for now Anyway. Yeah, well, one of them, one of them is a hot water bottle cover that I've had since I was a child. So I'd be like, no. I used to have a, a, a bunny rabbit teddy bear, like a, quite a big one. And I used to basically practice wrestling moves on it. And then I got told that it was bought for us on my first birthday. And I felt really bad for doing wrestling moves on it. You've been beating that shit. Well, to be fair, like, my hot my hot water bottle does look like it's been wrestled. So there, it hasn't been wrestled by me for the record. It's just off. But. Doing the Hulk Hogan leg drop on this bunny rabbit, and then be like, "Oh shit, oh. sorry." You were I my. Uh, Who are you saying sorry to in that scenario? The bunny. I'm Share sorry, dude. Bunny. My bad. Respect. It happens. My bad. Uh. Anyway, should we move on to the final story? Let's because... do it. Let's go. Okay, so the headline here: Phil, this story is right up your alley because it's serious, but also a U.S. woman allegedly entered an MRI machine with loaded gun. She ended up getting shot in the buttocks. The this was where? on the NDTV in the buttocks area. Oh, the buttocks. buttocks. The bum. The buttocks. And I'm like, what's a buttocks? The buttocks. But basically, after the incident, the patient was hopolite and her wounds were treated. She went on to make a full recovery. So that's the good news. So we can look at this weird incident. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so you know how MI uh, machines apparently stand for magnetic resonance? No, I'm going to do that. MRI machines have magnets. That's basically what I'm going to go with. And do you know what? She, I'm going to find out. Because she had a Mag- gun. Magnetic in resonance imaging. There you go. So basically, because she welcome. had a concealed gun on handgun on her, when she went into the MIR machine, this allegedly, this is how this happened, the magnets were so powerful, they engaged. The metal trigger of the handgun got tripped and it fired the gun. That's, which that's, cons- that's impressive, to be fair. But considering it fired a single round of that, I'd be quite relieved that it went into my right buttocks. Not yeah. saying that there's enough, you know, ch- I haven't got a chubby ass, but out of all the areas, it feels if like the most... If you want to find out, subscribe to Laura's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. To me, that feels like the safest place. There's no organs. It feels... it. 
will hopefully go all right. And there's extra know? padding. Well, I didn't want to say, but honestly, out of where, pick where you want to get shot. If, Nowhere any, yeah, seems if, ideal. If, yeah, if you had to, if you said to someone, you're like even even not a proper gun, like say a paintball gun, and you say, where do you want to be shot with a paintball gun? You're going to pick your ass because it is the most padded. I also think, let's be fair. I didn't replay really it because it's more of a it's more of a guys game, but I know a lot of the guys played it when I grow, and I feel some adults. I feel some professional football teams still do this, but Red Ass, the game. Oh, where, Ross. You know, yeah, we call it Ross. Oh, do you? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, yeah. no offense. Sorry. But basically, it's a, if you don't know soccer, football, whatever. People standing goal, butts towards, and people you know try to hit them. Now, the, now the question is: and make their ass red. Do what? you play? Well, did you, so? Did you play pants up or pants down? See, once again, I did play it. Not really the most welcome girl game here. No, that's true. So. Actually, yeah. But I, I do. I didn't personally, but I feel they played it with their hands up because they were kids when I yeah. think. But I yes, think most so. professional footballers, as you get older and adults are more laddie yep. into lad, bad, bad, bands, it is a pants down game. Yep. Just checking. Just checking. But yeah. yes, that is correct. That is yeah. the correct way to play it. Yes. Oh, is it the correct way? I mean, you call yes. it raw ass. So I, I get red ass because it makes the asses red, but I don't know what Raw, raw as in R-A-W because yeah, red I, raw. I get, I get it. I get it. But I'm like, why highlight the raw part? Just keep it red. Keep it red. But uh, yeah, Scree, how would you feel? And also, why would you take... You're not even going to question why they had a gun. <laughs> Allegedly, a loaded gun on them for an MRI. Did he say? Did he say it was in America? I did say it was in America. Don't need to question it. Okay. The, okay. The, I, have, I have no further questions at this time. I, I have one more. It says it's unclear how the woman was able to bring in a record because prior to the exam, the patient had undergone a standard screening procedure for objects. I. So how did you miss a gun? Where was it concealed? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it was concealed up or else. No, because I I feel they would I feel they would check there. And also, I feel like it'd be noticeable. I don't think I, t- I don't know this woman, but I I think anyone that has a gun stuck up their ass, you could tell. Yeah, you're walking like a penguin. I mean, that's a generally how you. <laughs> I just don't want to think about that imagery. I'm not looking at the penguins a bit different. But uh, yeah, have you ever what? been in an MRI machine? I don't think I have. No, I mean, I, I mean, feel like I'd remember going in one, but I don't think I have. Oh, I mean, that's I mean, that's fair. I don't know why you'd need if you. I feel like you'd know. In terms of these guys, I'd say it feels like a scary experience. Is why I don't want to be too harsh on the person. But also, why would you bring a gun? But also, it seems like a really scary thing. I don't like the idea of tunnel go in, and now I'm scared of magnets. Apparently, yeah, I, I, I know people who've been in them. They don't like them. It's just the idea, though. Of you being trapped in there, and everyone, every horror movie that's ever been in a hospital seems to have a scene with them. Yeah, and it's the silence. Yeah, it's the silence. People say you can take headphones in, but then I feel that's even well, more horror movie. You might, because... you might rip your ne- neck off now. I'm thinking sorry, metal headphones. Sorry, no, the, sorry, the play, the they can play music in. Side, oh I think, yeah, that makes sense. Them. Yeah, but I feel that's even worse because you're just like you're just vibing in there as like murders are happening. I want to say I've seen a zombie movie happen where the zombie apocalypse happens while someone's in one. Yeah, like I Anything feel like happen. we're thinking a bit too much into this, but yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm just summing up. Now that this happened, I'm fully on board with the theory. Anything can happen while you're in an MRI machine. Remember, kids, MRI machines <laughs> important. MRI machines important, but bad. scary. Yes. Anyway, should we go to an ad break? Not for MRI machines. I think I've just put. Off half the people in the world for them yes let's go to an ad it's time to squash the beef and settle the debate football beef that is from debating whether david beckham is overrated to deciding whether roberto Firmino really is a formidable premier league striker we're grounding out that 100 percent beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long each episode features around one player so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out football beef has all this sizzle sizzle 
so subscribe now. And we're back from the ad breaks. It's time, that's right, he's here to deliver a mind-blowing fact. Squiggy, blow everyone's mind. Remember, you've got to top the stories we've talked about tonight, and that means, uh, today even, and that means MRI guns, I'm talking, rings in vacuum cleaners, weird, I want to be blown away by your facts well how would you like to hear about a fence i thought you meant a fence there like, as in to insult someone but i think you literally mean like a wooden a fence, a fence. Wood, well maybe not a wooden fence but a fence but okay. so did you know this is i quite like i do actually quite like this fact so i mean i don't know how how much do you know about the distance between seattle and miami very little okay so seattle if you picture a map of america seattle is kind of in the top left corner okay. and Miami is in the bottom right in so Florida. quite far this is so it's, three, be... so it's 3330 miles approximately that's quite a long way in my head it could be a trophy in the new GTA game when it eventually releases if they did travel across the map Miami to Seattle if they did like yeah. a whole game yeah there you go <laughs> it would be yeah. a trophy there you go so so now imagine a fence longer than that now imagine it I am I'm a bit concerned where where it's going so this this fence exists. It's a real fence. It is in Australia. And are you ready for it? It is called the dingo fence. Is it to do with dingoes at all? It is. Okay. It's basically to keep dingoes Thank out of the southeast part of Australia. My God, that is dedication to preserving and that is commitment. Keep... Like Donald Trump, when he was like, "We're going to build the wall," he needed that commitment. Why did he not reference that more? That would have been my go-to reference. Yeah. When everyone said it can't be done, I would have been like. But the dingo fence, though, obviously don't agree with what Trump was doing with his wall idea. No, I should probably say, yes, I don't agree with what yeah. Trump was saying. Uh... No, but in theory, if I was him and I really believed in this wall idea, I would have brought up the fact there's a dingo fence that's 3,000 odd miles. That is... so there you go. There, there is the fact for you that there is a fence. It was completed in 1885. And it's it still longest... standing. It is still standing. There's What's probably a few of? holes in the fence now. Do we now. even know what it's made of? Typical like fence that you would have to keep things out. Like a mm. wire fence sort of thing. I'm genuinely impressed that this could be... What we, we have the technology to build a fence this strong that keeps animals out. And I swear to God, I, most fences I know in the local area in the UK are falling down. Yeah, there's. I mean, if I walk around, there's pretty much a lot of fences tumbling down near me. But there oh, you go. Never... So built in... <laughs> Yeah, that's 1885 it is in the guinness book of records as the longest fence in the world and it keeps dingoes out obviously dingoes can get through it in some places probably but if you're keeping a lot of dingoes out you're doing a good job the fact that it's able to do that and i'm picturing wooden fences that come out of the panels in the uk where there's a bit of a strong breeze i'm picturing every fence i had at school like you know like a school fence with the playground had massive hole like wire cuts and stuff sounds like i was in jail i wasn't it was a legit school <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. Time's but, it. but I'm like, but this fence has done a whole, like, keeping a whole species out of an area. And it has. then on the flip side, we've had like the great red, grey squirrel invasion war and stuff. Didn't yeah, build I see, a fence? yeah, I see a lot about that. Yeah, imagine building the fence to. <laughs> I love how you said, I see a lot about that. Like in your daily feed, you're getting the update. It, it, do you know what it is? Because I live next to a nature reserve. That makes more sense. Because in my head, I've got stuff like an update from the grey squirrel side, and you're on the timeline going, Yeah, I agree. And then the next bit, the red squirrel's going, Lies and slander. Propaganda. Yeah, if, I didn't, if I didn't live next to a nature reserve, I probably wouldn't know about it is there a fence involved in this nature reserve to separate the squirrels because that would generally like no there is a there's a little fence but 
actually surprising that fence is uh, tumbling down. Is it actually? Yeah, it is. Oh, that does make it even more impressive. You've seen firsthand how much a nature fence is hard to build. Fence. Exactly. But in, but also, just to finish off on this fence, because the dingoes, dingoes obviously, like, I think they're the, not the biggest predator, but, like, obviously they're a predator to they're the wildlife. They're a predator to something. Most things are a predator to something, but yeah. Yeah, and these normally prey on kangaroos, but because of the dingoes not being allowed in, kangaroo populations have skyrocketed on the inside of that fence. Oh my god, now I've got pictures of a fucking kangaroo gonna, walking up to the fence throw, doing a fucking I'm gonna tour. I'm going to throw you another fact that excessive kangaroos can overgrave, overgraze the landscape, damage vegetation. So did actually, he, this fence, fence to keep out dingoes, fence? yeah, so this fence to keep out dingoes isn't helping the vegetation because of the kangaroos. There you oh go. That is my fact. You are welcome. Tune in next week for another one. I've got the idea that they let the occasional dingo through just to keep the kangaroos in line. They probably but do. Then- yeah. And then, then also in my head, I've got the idea because obviously you always associate kangaroos with boxing. I don't know where that started because they stand up right and I, they box. I don't know, but you know that sort of kangaroo jack, that sort of vibe of comedy and like, oh, I've got the idea that a freaking kangaroo's going full Muhammad Ali at the side of the fence, fucking taunting, going, "I'm the king of the world." I sting like you know, like just fucking taunting dingoes. That's what's in my head. I've got full. You know what? This should be a cartoon and animation. Australia, you've had this fence for this many years and I've not seen anything. Merchandise it. That's all I'm saying. Should do like tours around the fence. Along the fence, not around the fence. Really Sorry, along purpose. the fence. Sorry, my <laughs> it's bad. A, it's a 3,000 mile fence. Let's do a fucking circle. Fucking long, hell. Long tour. Where are you going today? <laughs> well, we're starting an expedition to go on this side of the fence. Well, we're going out for a month because we're going on the slow pace. If you want I the sure, fast pace. I'm not sure when we will be back, but... Build a fucking train track that goes in a giant circle round it. Fuck I imagine it. that could be like it could be a theme park attraction. It could be like Fuck a safari. The safari. You could see two animals here on this side: kangaroos. On, on this, this side, side dingoes. Dingoes. <laughs> you know what? Australia are really missing a trick here. Honestly, this fence probably does not live up to the fucking description of the hype you've given it. But in my head, oh. there's nothing more joyous than this fence. It is probably a terrible fence. That's. It probably is. It's just a fence. you know what? I'm on board with that terrible fence. I'm willing to go to Australia to see this fence. That's how committed yeah, I am to this fence. I think I'd happily go there as well. I want a fucking tour. Don't care if it's going to take me a month. I want a fucking tour. Every single inch of it will be covered. Also, I do also appreciate these facts when they're like, it's so long, so many miles. I love the idea of someone measuring it. I really do. Out yeah, of context, that's going like to sound awful if you It's like a wheelie, a wheelie measuring thing. Just going yeah, long. Just full on like nearly there i've run out of tape that's right, so if we go back to there and get the tape from the start you stand there i'll be back anyway i think that's enough for this. i think that's enough weirdness i feel if you don't have tape if you take nothing from this podcast to improve your small talk that's on you we've given you a nice icebreakers now go yeah, up to rachel s- doesn't know what she's yeah. letting herself in i was for. gonna say there's a rachel in your life go up to her and go did you hear about the dingo fence and then thank <laughs> us later by tweeting us on it oh sorry tweeting us or xing us on X at Totally Buzz UK. Do hit like, follow, subscribe, and rate us five star and all that good stuff that you like to do on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And now I'm going to throw it to Mr. Down Under Geordie himself. Tell us where you can follow him on socials and probably about his gaming exploits. Yeah, you can you can follow me on my, my personal accounts. Well, I mean, I say the personal, I just post random shit from the gym on there mainly. John J. Squires on Instagram and X. You can follow me on Instagram and X at SquiggyPlays, twitch.tv slash SquiggyPlays, and youtube.com slash at SquiggyPlays for all my gaming content.
Way. So yeah, be sure to join us again when a new episode drops at Monday, 7am, but maybe you want to bank the episode and listen to it after dark. As previously explained, good night. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.